Book One, Chapter Fifteen of the Mystical City of God, Volume Two, by the Venerable Sister Mary of Jesus of Agreda. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Book One, Chapter Fifteen. Most Holy Mary is informed of the will of the Lord that she visit Holy Elizabeth. She asked St. Joseph for permission to go, remaining silent about all that had happened to her. By the words of the heavenly messenger, the archangel Gabriel, Most Holy Mary had been informed that her cousin Elizabeth, who was held to be sterile, had conceived a son, and that she was already in the sixth month of her pregnancy. Afterwards, in one of the intellectual visions, the Most High revealed to her that in a miraculous birth, Elizabeth would bring forth a son, who would be great before the Lord. Luke chapter 1 verse 15 A prophet and the forerunner of the incarnate word. Also other great mysteries of the holiness and of the personality of St. John were revealed to her. On this same occasion and on others, the heavenly queen was informed that it would be agreeable and pleasing to the Lord if she would visit her cousin, in order that as well Elizabeth as also the child in her womb might be sanctified by the presence of their Redeemer. For his majesty was anxious to communicate the benefits of his coming into the world and his merits to his precursor, in order to make of him, as it were, the well-seasoned first fruit of his redemption. At the news of this sacramental mystery, the most prudent virgin, with admirable jubilee of spirit, rendered thanks to the Lord for such great condescension and favor vouchsafed to the soul of the precursor and prophet, and to his mother Elizabeth. Signifying her readiness to fulfill the divine pleasure, she spoke to his majesty and said, Most high Lord, beginning and cause of all good, let thy name be eternally glorified, acknowledged and praised by all the nations, I, the least of thy creatures, give thee humble thanks for the liberal kindness, which thou wishest to show to thy servant Elizabeth, and to the son of her womb, if it is according to the promptings of thy condescension, that I serve thee in this work, I stand prepared, my lord, to obey eagerly thy divine mandates. The Most High answered her, My dove and my beloved, elect among creatures, Truly I say to thee, on account of thy intercession and thy love, I will, as a father and most liberal God, take care of thy cousin Elizabeth, and of the son, who is to be born of her. I will choose him as my prophet, and as the precursor of the word, which is made man in thee. I will look upon them as belonging to thee, and intimately connected with thyself. Therefore I wish that my and thy only begotten go to see the mother, in order to free the son from the chains of the first sin, and in order that, before the common and ordinary time decreed for other men, his voice and praise may sound up to my ears. Canticles chapter 2 verse 14 And that the mysteries of the incarnation and redemption may be revealed to his sanctified soul. Therefore I wish thee to visit Elizabeth, for we three persons of the blessed trinity have chosen her son for great deeds conformable to our pleasure to this command of the lord the most obedient mother responded thou knowest my lord and god that all the desires of my heart seek but thy divine pleasure and that i wish to fulfil diligently whatever thou commandest of thy humble servant allow me my god to ask permission from my husband joseph and that I make this journey according to his will and direction. And in order that I may not divulge from what is thy pleasure, do thou govern me during that journey in all my actions, 
direct my footsteps to the greater glory of thy name psalm 118 verse 13 accept therefore the sacrifice which i bring in going out in public and in leaving my cherished retirement i wish to offer more than my desires god and king of my soul i hope to be made able to suffer all that will conduce to thy greater service and pleasure purely for thy love so that the longings of my soul may not remain entirely unfulfilled when our great queen came out of this vision she called upon the thousand angels of her guard who appeared to her in bodily forms and told them of the command of the most high she asked them to assist her with careful solicitude in this journey to teach her how to fulfill all the commands according to the greater pleasure of the lord to defend her and guard her from dangers so that she might conduct herself in all things during that journey in the most perfect manner the holy princes with wonderful devotion offered to obey and serve her in the same manner the mistress of all prudence and humility was wont to act also on other occasions for though she was herself more wise and more perfect in her deeds than the angels yet because she was yet in the state of pilgrimage and endowed with a nature lower than that of the angels she was always solicitous to attain the plenitude of perfection by consulting and asking for the aid of her guardian angels though they were her inferiors in sanctity under their direction as also by the promptings of the holy spirit all her human actions were well disposed and well ordered the heavenly spirits obeyed her with alacrity and punctuality such as was proper to their nature and due to their queen and lady they held sweet intercourse and delightful colloquy with her and alternately with her they sang highest songs of praise and adoration of the most high at other times they conversed about the supernal mysteries of the incarnate word the hypostatic union the sacrament of the redemption the triumphs to be celebrated by him the fruits and blessings accruing therefrom to mortals it would necessitate lengthening out this work too much if i were to write all that has been revealed to me about these conversations the humble spouse proceeded immediately to ask the consent of saint joseph for executing the mandate of the most high and in her consummate prudence she said nothing of these happenings but simply spoke to him these words my lord and spouse by the divine light it was made known to me that through condescension of the most high the prayer of my cousin elizabeth the wife of zacharias has been heard she has conceived a son though she was sterile since she has obtained this singular blessing i hope that through god's infinite bounty her son will greatly please and glorify the lord i think that on this occasion i am under obligation to visit her and converse with her on certain things for her consolation and spiritual encouragement if this is according to thy liking my master i will perform it with thy permission for i am entirely subject to thy will and pleasure consider then what is best for me and command what i am to do this prudent silence of the most holy mary so full of humble subjection was very agreeable to the lord for she showed herself thereby worthy and capable of receiving the deposit of the great sacraments of the king tobias chapter twelve verse seven therefore and on account of the confidence in his fidelity with which she proceeded his majesty disposed the most pure heart of saint joseph giving him his divine light to act conformably to his will this is the reward of the humble who ask for counsel that they will find it with certainty and security ecclesiasticus chapter thirty two verse twenty nine 
it is also the particular prerogative of a holy and discreet zeal to be able to give prudent advice to those that ask full of this holy counsel saint joseph answered our queen thou knowest already my lady and spouse that my utmost desires are to serve thee with all diligence and attention for i am bound to have this confidence in thy great virtue that thou wilt not incline toward anything which is not according to the greater pleasure and glory of the most high and this is my belief also in regard to this journey lest thy making this journey alone and without the company of thy husband cause surprise i will gladly go with thee and attend to thy wants on the way do thou appoint the day on which we shall depart together the most holy mary thanked her prudent spouse joseph for his loving solicitude and for his attentive cooperation with the will of god in whatever he knew to be his service and honor they both concluded to depart immediately on their visit to the house of saint elizabeth luke chapter one verse thirty nine and prepared without delay the provisions which consisted merely of a little fruit bread and a few fishes procured by saint joseph in addition to these he borrowed a humble beast of burden in order to carry their provisions and his spouse the queen of all creation forthwith they departed from nazareth for judea the journey itself i will describe in the following chapter on leaving their poor dwelling the great mistress of the world knelt at the feet of her spouse joseph and asked his blessing in order to begin the journey in the name of the lord the saint was abashed at the rare humility of his spouse with which he had already been impressed by experience on so many other occasions he hesitated giving her his benediction but the meek and sweet persistence of the most holy mary overcame his objections and he blessed her in the name of the most high the heavenly lady raised her eyes and her heart to god in order to direct her first steps toward the fulfillment of the divine pleasure and willingly bear along in her womb the only begotten of the father and her own for the sanctification of john in that of his mother elizabeth instruction which the heavenly queen and lady gave me my dearest daughter many times i have confided and manifested to thee the love burning within my bosom for i wish that it should be ardently re-enkindled within thy own and that thou profit from the instruction which i give thee happy is the soul to which the most high manifests his holy and perfect will but more happy and blessed is he who puts into execution what he has learned in many ways god shows to mortals the highways and byways of eternal life by the gospels and the holy scriptures by the sacraments and the laws of the holy church by the writings and examples of the saints and especially by the obedience due to the guidings of its ministers of whom his majesty said whoever hears you hears me for obeying them is the same as obeying the lord himself whenever by any of these means thou hast come to the knowledge of the will of god i desire thee to assume the wings of humility and obedience and as if in ethereal flight or like the quickest sunbeam hasten to execute it and thereby fulfil the divine pleasure besides these means of instruction the most high has still others in order to direct the soul namely he intimates his perfect will to them in a supernatural manner and reveals to them many sacraments this kind of instruction is of many and different degrees not all of them are common or ordinary to all souls for the lord dispenses his light in measure and weight wisdom chapter eleven verse twenty one 
sometimes he speaks to the heart and the interior feelings in commands at others in correction advising or instructing sometimes he moves the heart to ask him at other times he proposes clearly what he desires in order that the soul may be moved to fulfill it again he manifests as in a clear mirror great mysteries in order that they may be seen and recognized by the intellect and loved by the will but this great and infinite good is always sweet and commanding powerful in giving the necessary help for obedience just in his commands quick in disposing circumstances so that he can be obeyed notwithstanding all the impediments which hinder the fulfillment of his most holy will in receiving this divine light my daughter i wish to see thee very attentive and very quick and diligent in following up indeed in order to hear this most delicate and spiritual voice of the lord it is necessary that the faculties of the soul be purged from earthly grossness and that the creature live entirely according to the spirit for the animal man does not perceive the elevated things of the divinity first letter to the corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 be attentive then to his secrets isaiah chapter 24 verse 16 and forget all that is of the outside listen my daughter and incline thy ear free thyself from visible things psalm 44 verse 11 and in order that thou mayest be diligent cultivate love for love is a fire which does not have its effects until the material is prepared therefore let thy heart always be disposed and prepared whenever the most high bids thee or communicates to thee anything for the welfare of souls or especially for their eternal salvation devote thyself to it entirely for they are bought at the inestimable price of the blood of the lamb and of divine love do not allow thyself to be hindered in this matter by thy own lowliness and bashfulness but overcome the fear which restrains thee for if thou thyself art of small value and usefulness the most high is rich first letter of peter chapter one verse eighteen powerful great and by himself performs all things romans chapter ten verse twelve thy promptness and affection will not go without its reward although i wish thee rather to be moved entirely by the pleasure of thy lord end of chapter fifteen